Kappa Kappa Psi. My name is TJ Coleman, and I am the Southwest District President. I'm also a member of the National Nominations Committee. We're excited today to continue the nominations committee interviews of our candidates. Today, we have the current Vice President for Programs, Mike Napolitano. Mike is currently running for Vice President for Colonization and Membership. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Doing good. So to get things started, Mike, tell us a little bit about uh, your personal and professional life. Okay. Uh, my name's Mike Napolitano, again, serving currently as your National Vice President for Programs. Um, I am a spring 2002 initiate into the Kappa Upsilon chapter of Kappa Kappa Psi at Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, in my professional life, I serve as the assistant director of music for my alma mater. Um, so it's crazy to think that once I graduated, uh, just six months later, I started working for the program that I just attended. Um, but even in scarier reference, that means I've spent more than half of my life serving our college bands and working with college students directly. And, and in this position at Marist, um, I kind of do the heavy lifting for the day-to-day. The -day. Um, I'm responsible for the daily operations of the program, um, budgeting and procurement. Uh, I do faculty assignments, so I determine what faculty will be teaching what courses every semester, um, whether or not those courses are hitting our learning outcomes. Uh, so I'm heavily tied into our curriculum development. But I think uh, especially during this past year, during the pandemic, one of the things that has become uh, more and more of my responsibility is to kind of be the student advocate for our program. Um, just aside from the responsibilities of being the music club advisors um, for, for all of our music clubs, the band, the choir, uh, the fraternity and sorority, um, to make sure that they meet our student affairs regulations and to do all of that, um, I find myself more and more doing kind of the Zoom meetings and the Zoom check-ins with all of our students during the pandemic to see what they need. Um, our program has been kind of sidelined operationally uh, in terms of the safe practice of music. Our campus isn't allowing wind or, or vocal performance this, this year. Um, and it's taken a toll. And I think as part of my responsibility, not just as the assistant director of our program, but also just as a brother and an advocate for music in our program, um, doing more of that student that student affairs work is becoming more and more important but um that's my full-time job awesome awesome all righty so uh tell us about your fraternal experience any uh positions you've held uh any experiences you have it's it's a pretty broad uh scope of work <laughs> um once, just like I started working for Marist after I graduated, shortly after I graduated, um, I became my home chapter sponsor and served in that role for 14 years. Um, so working very closely with our chapter at Marist, um, I've been doing that since 2004 um, and was sponsored from 2004 to 2018. Uh, 2011, uh, I started the New York Metro Alumni Association and served in that position. Um, for just about six years um, as the founder and the president of that local alumni association. Uh, in 2013, uh, I was appointed to the Kappa Kappa Psi Alumni Association Board of Directors. Um, and while Marco Kursadovich was our uh, chair, I served as his membership director. 
Uh, in the 2015 biennium, I was appointed as the chairperson of the Alumni Association Board of Directors, um, a position which I held for a year before I was appointed Northeast District Governor, uh, a position which I honorably held from 2016 to 2019, um, where I was elected National Vice President for Programs at the 19 Convention in Stillwater. Um, beyond that, I have uh, assisted in five of our six district conventions over the course of my fraternal history, whether it's presenting workshops or advising committees. Um, I've been happy to work with essentially almost all components of leadership within this group. Um, and it all comes back to my, my active member experience of, of, being a chapter secretary treasurer and a chapter president and knowing that the experience of leadership just goes far beyond just your time as an active, but more, more so as you, you grow into alumni life. Awesome. Thank you for your service to the organization. Thank you. Uh, digging a little bit deeper into your campaign for VPCM. What are some of the goals that you have for this office? There are, I would say probably five specific points that I have um, in terms of, of setting goals. Um, chief among that is, um, especially for VPCM, this position often sees not just the best of our membership in terms of celebrating our values and developing curriculum that helps bring in the newest leadership of our organization, but sometimes also the worst of the organization, um, as they are the ones that coordinate all of the received allegations of discipline. And the chief thing that I would like to see during my term as VPCM um, would be a level of reform in how discipline is approached. Um, we always have this weird saying, and it's maybe not so weird now these days, but um, the worst thing that you can do as an organization is to say, we do this because this is how we've always done it. And I think we have been approaching the conversations over the past couple of biennia, um, but more so recently, <clears throat> excuse me, that just because the president exists, the precedent exists, doesn't necessarily mean that the approach to discipline should continue in the same way. Um, so one of the things that I'm proposing uh, is a commission on discipline reform where we take a coalition of fraternity volunteers, whether they are members of the existing and current national council or the council that's elected, um, past national presidents, because all of them has served as vice presidents for colonization of membership, um, our alumni core of volunteers, but also some alumni that are student affairs practicing professionals to evaluate not just the process of investigations that we've undertaken over the past several years, but also the actual outcomes of those investigations and what those disciplinary um, measures have been. And to devise a set of recommendations that can be used for future guidelines um, to know that if a chapter is found to have committed a certain violation, we know that there's going to be a minimum expectation of what they can look at in terms of discipline, as opposed to us relying solely on the recommendation of the investigators who are making recommendations to the VPCM to propose to the council. Knowing that there could be a broad spectrum of guidelines that the VPCM and investigators could follow, I think would also help um, allow for equity in what discipline would really be. 
Um, but in tandem with that, the second goal is then how do we talk about investigations? Um, some of the criticism that comes through a lot about when chapters go on discipline is that the people that have done the investigations um, to make those recommendations about discipline may not necessarily have a total understanding of the campus culture. And that if there was a better understanding of both fraternal institutional knowledge about what's happened on our campuses, as well as a better understanding of the campus culture, um, we might be able to come up with more reasonable discipline that isn't just punitive, but also kind of remedial, that there is an educational point to some of the discipline measures that happen, as opposed to them just becoming arbitrarily punitive, if that makes sense. Um, I like to use this, this framework in my head of um, if there is a school, an HBCU that has been alleged of uh, a policy violation, and we send an investigative team out, it's incumbent upon us to also make sure that we have somebody on that investigative team that is really aware of the campus culture of an HBCU and not send out two investigators that are completely alien to how those campuses operate. Um, it helps us really get a, a better sense of campus activity and how best to respond to those allegations, as opposed to generally sending out our tried and true investigators who we know work in the best interest of the fraternity, but may have an unconscious bias that they've never understood or known. Um, so I think that's also part of it. So um, discipline reform and investigative protocol reform are two of those chief things. Um, but beyond that, as one of the goals that I, I've always hoped that we have as a fraternity is to provide unified member resources, kind of a hub that we can get all of our educational learning, learning management systems in place. Um, the work that, and I know you as a member of the student advisory committee for the past two years, um, have done great work of providing a centralized location for resources for our membership. And I think we need to take the next step in unifying access to it, the what they look like. And I'm talking um, Road to Wisdom resources, the uh, rollout of the Founder Circle individualized um, certification protocols, um, secure ritual training. It should all be be available for our membership in a place that is easy to access and easy to digest, as opposed to looking to several different places and learning different systems um, to try to get the overall same goal of unified membership. Um, beyond that, the VPCM is also responsible for the oversight of the chapter field representative program. Um, so there is some additional training that I would like to see happen on their end. Um, first would be, I would like them to start looking and investigating at membership into NASPA. Um, NASPA is the National Association of Student Personnel Administrators. It's a very common student affairs professional organization. And I think to allow them and gain them membership in that group gives them the opportunity to look at a broad scope of what our campuses look like. What does student conduct look like? What are the heavy issues that are going on on our campuses as it relates to, to DEI? Um, 
what are some of the practices and some of the concerns that are coming through as it relates to um, ally training and empathy training and bystander training and mental health issues. The membership in organizations like that allow the people that have their boots on the ground as our CFRs, um, it gives them a real arsenal of resources to help chapters and diagnose chapter problems on the spot and give them some real tangibles um, pretty quickly. Um, beyond that, for the CFRs, I would love now that we understand much better than two years ago how to use Zoom, allow them to continue virtual pre-visits before they get to a campus to do a visit. Um, it'll help them get a better understanding of what those chapters are doing. Um, the first time that they meet shouldn't be the second that they get to the gate of the campus. Um, give them the opportunity, our CFRs, the opportunity to start, to start developing a trust and a rapport um, and setting the expectations of what the visits will cover before they even get to the campus. Um, and then I think my final vision or my final goal would be to help broaden when the awareness of what the fraternity is. Um, we are an institution that serves college and university bands. That college experience doesn't start that second you walk onto your band camp, right? It actually starts much earlier. The college experience actually starts when you start looking at colleges and universities. And a lot of us have made our decisions about what colleges and universities will attend based off of our participation in the music programs on those campuses. I know for me, that was a really pivotal um, point of consideration. I wanted to go to a college where I knew I could continue and invest my time and energies into a passion and a craft that I loved. And that was my band program. So could we be looking at the exposure and awareness of Kappa Kappa Psi earlier into the college experience? Um, potentially working with national presidents to say, the NIB is a really great exposure point for us. Could we come up with events around the NIB that demonstrate who we are? Could it be a virtual meet and greet with local high school students in those host convention cities? Or could we host a college fair that represent the chapters of the NIB schools? Things like that that could help innovatively broaden our exposure to students that are coming in and help them realize that Kappa Kappa Psi could also be part of that decision-making process for you. Um, we should also be looking at developing broader relationships with some professional organizations, um, the National Association for Music Educators, um, continued participation at Midwest Band and Orchestra Clinic every December, or the Texas uh, TMEA um, every spring, but also continue with CBDNA in the Athletic Band Consortium. And we have to, for, for, just to have a seat at the table, make sure that we are participating um, at the HBCU Band Directors Consortium to make sure that they, as a group of band directors, know that we serve their institutions just as we serve the other institutions across our campuses across the country. So it's a broad swath of goals, but I think um, they all will help focus us on a um, stronger and, and better tomorrow. Wow. Awesome. So um, you talked about this a little bit in your last answer, but I, I wonder uh, how do you intend to cooperate 
or sorry, to cooperate and utilize your access to the DEI task force. And do you have any specific ideas for what you'd like to see them doing in the next biennium? I think it is an incredibly important initiative to keep their work going. Um, I hope that we actually move from them being a task force to a standing committee so that we know that there is structure and permanence to their work in our organization. Um, so I hope to see that come to fruition. But um, regardless of the state of that task force over the course of the biennium, um, there are certain things that I would love to see come to the top of mind that, that, um, that I would like to work with. One is have them do some work on bias assessment. Um, we can't work in the unknown, right? We, we can't program to meet the needs of the organization. If we are not looking at how do we determine what the needs of the organization are in terms of DEI. So doing bias assessment training, compile the aggregate of that information so that we know that we're doing the targeted work of programming at district conventions and local events and national convention to make sure that the work that we're offering our student membership, our active membership, is in line to making us all better, more considerate people. Um, diversity, equity, and inclusion can't be a checkbox. It can't be performative in a way that we think that it is just something that we do to say that we've done it. And I think the power of this task force could help us get the information to say, we're doing the work to find out where we can do better. These are the recommendations on how we're going to do better and then actually do the work. Um, and it's got to be more than just the talk. I think this committee or this task force has the potential for us to have really, really profound impacts in curriculum development, um, representation and leadership, how we perform the ritual and the accessibility of the performance of the ritual and musicianship. All of these things that we so rely on to unify us as a force in the fraternity, they can help us focus that lens through DEI initiatives. And I think it's really powerful to, to hope that they get to that level of permanence in the organization and the VPCM has to tap into that power so very frequently. Awesome. Moving kind of towards the membership end of the spectrum of, of the job, uh, what changes would you like to see to the Road to Wisdom? Road to Wisdom 3.0. Um, if I could see one thing paramount to everything, it would be the addition of a lesson. And going kind of along the DEI task force, what does an a diversity matters lesson look like. Um, we can talk about the history of those that broke barriers in the organization. Um, we can talk about the importance of diversity in our band programs. But I think what the curriculum development committee can really help us do is give us that, that framework of activities because we are always relying upon them to approve the activities in our membership calendars. And I'm wondering how they can actually start to then 
give us a framework on how to incorporate maybe having some of those difficult discussions or building activities that talk about broader listening sessions within your chapters and your band programs um, or narrow it down in scope to um, talk about diversity in the college band movement itself, whether it's um, black indigenous people of color composers, um, members of the LGBTQIA plus community composers, women composers, the differently abled composers, um, or their band leaders and conductors, but there is a movement that our curriculum can shine a light on. And I think that first step is providing the framework in the activity in the road to wisdom and the context of the history of the organization and why it's important to, to shine a light on it moving forward. Great. What does Mike being vice president for colonization and membership mean for the fraternity and its active brothers? If it means anything, it means that you have someone that has devoted more than half their life to college bands and they're never going to give up on making it better for you. Um, expansion is one of the goals of the VPCM, but expansion can only happen if as an organization, we are unified and prominent in moving forward the best of who we are. Having Mike, and it's so weird to say Mike in that position, but having me in that role has someone that will always be advocating for progress, advocating for forward movement, and an acceptance of there are some things that we can do better as an organization, and unless we talk about it, and unless we have those difficult conversations, we're never going to achieve it. And I'm not shy about getting those conversations done. All righty. The VP, uh, excuse me. The VPCM is expected to serve on National Council for six years. Two as VPCM, two as president, and two as IPP on the Board of Trustees. Do you have any specific plans for the six-year commitment, specifically in the two years as national president? Let's put it out there. The best laid plans, especially these past couple of years, we can always say these are our goals and this is what our vision is. Because the second we put out those specific plans, who knows what the next pandemic will be. But I think part of being in national leadership at this point, we've all come to realize, is being present in the moment and understanding that you have to be flexible with your vision and how to execute things. Um, so... Over the two years as VPCM, we have to look at a rebuild. Um, we have to start foundationally. There have been members of this organization that because of COVID have never actually played music with a college band before. And that's kind of jarring if you think about it. There are members of our organization that have never lived the ritual experience in person before. There are members of our organization that have never met their fellow band members in person. That's crazy. But I think we look at for the next two years, 
looking at Jessica's vision of recharge and rebuilding the foundation of the organization from membership up, providing them the resources to get back to being human again. We're all kind of Zoom robots at this point that have never been able to affect emotion personally anymore because we're just looking at screens. And I think part of the next two years is going to be making sure that as we talk about those challenging issues in colleges and universities and our band programs, that we don't forget about the nuts and bolts about what make us efficient and effective servant leaders to our organization. So that's kind of working the, the, the navigating that through the VPCM. But we keep talking about over the next couple of years, like the re rebuild, recharge re means do it again. And over two years, we, we hope that we can hopefully not have to re-anything, that we can look forward, that we can have progress. And in the two years of presidency that this position would ascend to, um, I want you to think of maybe the sound of my initials, M-N. Empower. Empower our members to innovative service in what's going to be a new normal. Embolden our brothers to, to lead in and out of our bands because the impact of the fraternity is not just to our college bands. That's the vessel for service. And that's our patron art is through music, but who we are when we leave our colleges is a reflection on the leadership that we develop. And we Bolden leaders, not just in our campuses, but in our community and the world around us. That's what makes us the gold standard for service in colleges and universities. And then N, enrich. We provide such intuitive service to our band programs, but it's so much more than that. We're not just the grunts that make things easier for our director of bands we actually have the opportunity to evaluate the, the diverse landscape of sound and membership in our bands and our colleges and our chapters and use that to enrich the experience for everybody. Embolden, empower, enrich. Now I know those all three begin with E, but that vowel, that, that, that M and the N, that, think about it. I think it, it, it allows us to look at starting at the base of the organization over the next couple of years and starting to get that foundation strong again, and then using it to excel beyond just striving for the highest and reaching for the stars. But there's something beyond the stars that I know that we can get to. Awesome. Alrighty. So you, is there a specific vision or message that you would like to share with the brothers across the organization? Yeah, um, I think if we don't come, especially at this point from a place of gratitude, um, I think I'm remiss if I don't say thank you, because it has been, even though it's been a challenging biennium, it has been the greatest honor of my life up until this point to say that I have been able to work as the national vice president for programs and see the incredible work that our student leaders are doing and providing. Um, 
I have to think in all of this mess, in all of this discord that's happened around us in the past couple of years, that this leadership team, not just the national leadership team of the volunteers, but also our student leadership, there is something special about this moment in time that we were put here for this, for this purpose, for some cosmic reason. Maybe it's to teach us a little bit more about ourselves. Maybe it's to challenge us to, to shake us up and say, this is the time where we can look at adversity and do better and charge ourselves to do better and be better. And moving forward, I think it's necessary that we take this momentum, even though it seems riddled with obstacles at this point, it's necessary that we take that momentum and push forward because nothing can stop us except for ourselves. And it's my hope that through my experience, through the institutional knowledge that I will bring uh, moving forward, having been on this council for two years, having seen and been a part of the inner workings and some of the discussions um, of how we operate, that the organization, the delegation in Grand Rapids and our active membership by and large sees fit to trust me with your passion, your love and your craft to see that it's not just the next two years. It's not just the next six years. It's the forever of this organization. And I would love to be that part of the organization that gets you to your part of forever. So again, I thank you. It's been an honor to do all of this for you and with you. And I just hope that in the future, we keep on moving to a great forever. Thank you so much, Mike, for joining us. Um, before we close out, I want to remind everybody, you can look up the candidate packets and information at natcon.kkytbsonline.com. And you can also look on that to look on updates for the national convention. Thanks again, Mike. I hope everybody has a great time finishing out the semester and a year, everyone. <laughs>